are you headed? Maybe you felt like you've been at a crossroad, maybe not quite sure which way to go, and maybe you ended up taking advice from someone, or you studied a map, or you went with your, uh, with a, with, with your gut a uh, hunch of which way you should go, but in the back of your mind, maybe you wondered, you know what, I'm not quite 100% sure that that's the way I need to go. Uh, I'm not sure that's the right decision. I have certainly made my share of wrong turns and driven the wrong way down one-way streets and I've run out of gas and I've taken much longer to get where I wanted to go because I just wasn't quite sure how to get there. Uh, But I think not just obviously with cars but in life we need direction for our lives, right? Uh, Have you ever struggled with a decision of which road to take in life. Uh, or maybe you've wondered, uh, what does God want me to do now? I guess it's the age-old question that people have asked for centuries, how can I know God's will for my life? Uh, today, as we continue to uh, look through the book of Proverbs, uh, I, I think it's going to help us answer, uh, get some answers to that question. Uh, we just barely uh, cracked open that, that book last week, right? And we, we learned that King Solomon, the wisest person to ever live, wrote most of the book of Proverbs. And uh, he was conveying his knowledge to his children, uh, but also to uh, the, the public at large, uh, the world at large. And he wrote it so that we will not only know what is wise but so that we will live out or do what is wise. Uh, we found out there in the first few verses of Proverbs chapter 1. Uh, these principles have been proven true and right for centuries, and, uh, and people have lived them out and, and proven them to be wise. They, they help us make good decisions uh, to follow what God wants, to, to follow his will for us. You need to know right up front, God has a will for your life. God does indeed have a will for your life. He cares about what you do. He cares about how you live. Uh, We're going to see on the pages of Proverbs here that that, that God has a way of living that is wise that he wants us all to follow. And he is in the business of guiding our lives, of directing our steps, of, of, of straightening out our paths. And that's, I don't know, looking around the room here, that's probably not new to, uh, to many of you. Uh, the question isn't whether God has a plan for you in your mind, probably. Most of you are probably saying, yeah, okay, I know that God has a plan for me, but how in the world do I know what it is? How can I figure that out? And I think that Proverbs gives us some, a few principles uh, scattered throughout, repeated over and over again throughout these uh, 31 chapters that, uh, that help us start to figure Figure out how to find and follow God's will. The first thing that uh, that Proverbs tells us about is that we need to avoid sin and pursue righteousness. Avoid sin and pursue. Now, maybe that's a no-brainer. Maybe we should just uh, say, "Okay, yeah, we're we we uh, uh, we're we're uh, Christian, holy people. We're we're not going to do that." Uh, unfortunately, I think I think God's people don't always follow that. Maybe we know it, but we don't. But Proverbs has a lot to say about how God wants us to avoid sin and pursue righteousness. It's His will for us, and we're going to be jumping around a, a lot of different places today. Uh, but I, I want us to read just a few uh, of the places where uh, where Proverbs tells us that. First Proverbs 4, verse 14. It says, Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way. Uh, same chapter a little bit later, verses 18 and 19. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them 
stumble. Proverbs 7, verses 1 and 2. My son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Uh, Proverbs 12, 2 and 3. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. I love the imagery there. With uh, The wicked are kind of blown all over the place, but the godly have deep roots that hold strong. Uh, just one more, and, and there are many more, but just one more for this morning. Twenty-one, twenty-one. Whoever pursues righteousness and unfailing love will find life, righteousness, and honor. That's just a a sampling of what Proverbs has to say about the importance of avoiding sin and pursuing righteousness. It is never God's will for you to sin. Maybe I didn't have to say that. I'm going to say it again. It is never God's will for you to sin. If you're wondering what to do in life and your question involves some sort of sinful behavior that God has addressed in Scripture, you don't need to wonder about it. You don't need to wrestle with what you should do. You don't need to pray about whether you should sin or not. Uh, should I move in with my boyfriend? Should I take that job that seems to have uh, some shady practices? Should I cheat on this test? Should I cheat on my taxes? Uh, of, of course not. Uh, you can't just, uh, I mean, a lot of people say, well, I just wish God would speak to me about this, right? Well, in, in, in the connotation of, or in the context of, uh, of, of sinful choices, God has spoken to us. He says, don't do it. Don't sin. It is never God's will for you to go against the principles of holiness as set out in scripture. Don't do it. One of my favorite verses in, in Proverbs is, is Proverbs 4.23. Uh, in the New Living Translation, it says it this way, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. So if we're trying to figure out where we're going in life, what is our course or our direction in life, uh, this says that our heart or the core of who we are determines, uh, the spirit, our soul uh, determines uh, uh, the course of our life. And so we need to guard that. Guard it, uh, guard what you allow to influence your heart. Get rid of sinful influences and seek out godly ones. And, and, a lot of times I think we approach our spiritual lives, um, I don't know, we, we kind of think it's just going to come naturally or it's just going to, I mean, guarding is, uh, is, is hard work. It, it takes uh, intention, uh, it takes planning ahead. Uh, a lot of times there's, there's plans involved, what if this happens, what if you're guarding something? This says, uh, guard your heart. It's not just a half-hearted thing that we do. If we're going to find and follow God's will for our lives, it means that we're committed to guarding against sinful influences that would seek to derail us from righteousness. So we're, we're going to not do certain things because that might influence us in the wrong direction. One big thing it's going to mean is that we're going to spend a lot of time in Scripture, right? Uh, we're going to be uh, trying to learn what is sinful and what is holy because if we don't know it, we can't obey it, right? And, and so uh, many things, uh, there, there are many things these days uh, uh, that, uh, that, that distract us. And, and we're so busy pursuing all of these things and we're distracted from, from knowing the truth uh, at all, let alone following it. We don't even know it because we're distracted by all these other things and we're not spending time uh, in Scripture where we can learn these things. I, I wonder what it would be like, uh, just throwing it out there, uh, I, I wonder what it would be like how much time and effort we put in, and in, a, in an average week, how much time and effort we put into entertaining ourselves Versus learning from scripture. 
Maybe that's some homework. Maybe you want to jot that down. Maybe over the course of this next week. Don't, don't change anything yet. Just, just, uh, uh, just, just keep track of how much time and effort you spend on, uh, I don't know what the entertainment choices are, whether that's TV or movies or social media or books or video games. or uh, well, I mean, you, This crowd looks like a big gaming crowd. Um, I think that, uh, I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, keep track of the time that we spend entertaining ourselves versus the time we spend with God and with, with his word. Just, just keep trying, and maybe, okay, so let's say you do that Monday through Friday, then Saturday maybe just evaluate. Is it, is it in balance? Is it out of balance? I, I, I'm not saying it needs to be equal necessarily, uh, uh, but, uh, uh, you, or you need to have double the scripture or, or whatever, but, but, but how much time, is there a huge discrepancy there? I, I guess all I'm, all I'm suggesting is that we get, we get overwhelmed with life, and we wonder where to go and what to do and, and what is God's will for me. And, and, and then we spend hours not seeking where the answers are. We spend hours and hours of our lives entertaining ourselves and minutes on getting the verse of the day so that we can feel spiritual for the day and we move on. But we're not diving in and feasting on the word of God. You will not know God's will if you are not engaging in his book. We've got to dive into scripture. We can't get distracted. Again, Proverbs chapter four, uh, toward the end of the, of, the, of the chapter, it says this, look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. It's an intentionality that I'm gonna, gonna study God's word. I'm gonna see what it says and then I'm gonna follow it. What a, what a great concept, right? It, it is never God's will for you to sin, so don't get sidetracked or distracted. Mark out a straight path that pursues righteousness and avoids sin, and, and, and you will discover God's will on the pages of his word, on the pages of scripture. Avoid sin, pursue righteousness. We could talk a whole lot longer about that, but we're going to move on to, to number two, which is uh, Proverbs also says, if we're going to find and follow God's will, uh, there's a whole lot of verses in Proverbs that say we need to seek godly advice. We need to get advice from godly people. Again, just a sampling. Uh, Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Let the discerning get guidance. Uh, Proverbs 12, 5, the plans of the righteous are just, but the advice of the wicked is deceitful. Uh, 12, 15, the way of fools seem right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Uh, 15, 22, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Uh, 19, 20, listen to advice, accept discipline, and at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Chapter 20, verse 18, plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise advice. Got that? Don't go to war without wise advice. Got it? Okay. You can find and follow God's will as he speaks to you through wise people in your life. It's, it's one reason why God established the church, right? Uh, we, we, we learn together. Uh, we speak into each other's lives. We grow together. We keep each other accountable. It, it, it's uh, usually when people isolate themselves from the body that they can go off some pretty wild tangents pretty quick, right? Uh, I, I remember a guy in college who... Um, who asked a girl out by, uh, by telling her that uh, God had spoken to him and not only uh, did they need to go out, but that they were going to get married. 
she informed him. She was part of the, uh, the body of Christ who had not yet received that instruction from the Lord and told him, I don't think so. And uh, in the process of all that, he learned, I believe, the importance of not just seeking God's will in isolation, but that we need uh, more people speaking into uh, our lives and getting wise advice. It isn't just about uh, hearing God's will for decisions that we're making, though. God uses people to speak things uh, like encouragement into our lives, right? Like, like hope, uh, uh, not just direction, uh, but, uh, but, but that's part of it. But, but we're, we, we're here... Uh, Uh, to strengthen each other through the relationships that we have because God communicates through his word, as we've talked about. He also communicates through his people. Uh, So a a few tips as we're walking this out. Uh, uh, One thing is that you need to choose the right people. Character matters. Uh, I I know that God can speak through anyone. Uh, You read through scripture, you see God even spoke through a donkey. Um, you might have some donkeys in your lives. We're not going to go any further with, on that train of thought. But, but uh, uh, usually uh, God is going to use uh, conversations with trusted, godly friends who know you and have your best interest at heart. And so you need to have those people in your life. You, you need to seek those relationships out. Who are you spending time with? Who are you listening to? Uh, is it a group of people that don't have your best interest at heart who, or who are not, uh, do not have, uh, are not listening to God? I'm, we're going to have all kinds of relationships, but who are the ones that you're allowing to influence you? Who are you listening to? Do you have godly friendships or mentors who can speak into your life? Choose the right people. Ask good questions. Uh, I don't know, just a, just a few you could ask. Are there, uh, you, ask, you say somebody, you know what, I've got these options. Are, are any of them, do you, think, uh, do you think any of them are outside of, of uh, what, what God says in Scripture? Do you think maybe, you know, I've, I've looked and I don't think so, but maybe you could, you could tell me from your experience with God, are any of these kind of shady or shaky? Uh, what do you think would the, the wise thing be? To do, uh, what would you do if you were me? Uh, will you pray about this for me and with me? What are you hearing from God on my behalf? Ask good questions. Uh, another thing I think we need to do is not get defensive. Um, truth isn't always easy, right? And God might be telling you to stop something you don't want to stop or change something you don't want to change, and he might use somebody to uh, bring that up in your life. Uh, and uh, you need to recognize that if this is one of the, the people that, that, uh, that has your best interest at heart, that maybe you need to put some, put some uh, uh, credibility into that and, and listen to it. And one more thing I think is that we need to speak up ourselves. We, we need to be ready to speak into other people's lives as, as God leads you. I mean, don't, don't hunt somebody down off the street and, you know, wag your finger in their face. But in the relationships that you have, uh, people are in your life for a reason. So be listening to God on their behalf and then be ready to speak up when God leads. We, we need each other. God speaks through other people. The wise listen to advice. So be willing to listen and be willing to speak up. You're deciding, you're making a decision, you're wondering where to go, you're standing at that crossroads and you're wondering which road to take. Uh, We need to avoid sinful choices so you can mark off some of those options right along the way. Uh, Or you don't know what the sinful choices are. Spend time in scripture so that you can figure that out and that might just whittle it down to just one way to go. As you're standing in that intersection and wondering where to go, surround yourself with some trusted friends that can guide you in the right way. Proverbs tells us all of those things are important. But there's, there's still a, a foundational concept that I think we have to get right 
uh, if we're really wanting to find and follow God's will. And it's best summed up in a couple of verses in, in chapter 3. Uh, there, uh, a version of this is on the wall over Cafe Naz out there. Uh, maybe you've learned it. Maybe you have a mug in your, your cabinet at home with this on it. Maybe there's a plaque on your wall. I don't know. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Uh, some of the most quoted verses in Scripture. I'll read it from the NASB translation today. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. So following God, uh, maybe this is number three, following God comes down to trust and relationship, with him, right? It's, it's really our willingness to walk with God through life. Uh, we have to settle that before we ever ask God for specific direction. Uh, do, not, uh, do you trust God to, to, to guide you well? Do you, if you have to come to the place. We have to come to the place where even before we ask the question, we already know that we're saying yes. And when we find God's answer, we're going to say yes, even before we, we know what that answer is. Even if it sounds crazy, the concept of trust here, it says trust in the Lord. Um, and and the, uh, the, the Hebrew meaning of that word uh, uh, means lean hard on or put your full weight on something. When you came in today, you trusted, you are still trusting that the chair you are sitting on will, will hold you, right? Uh, you put your full weight on it. It's there right now. Uh, when, you, when you came in today, you probably didn't even question uh, if that chair was trustworthy enough to hold you. It might not have even crossed your conscious mind. It's a chair, uh, your experience in the past, uh, uh, your, your knowledge of how life works and how chair, chairs work and what it looks like. It just looks like, man, I can trust this. And so uh, you put your trust in that chair. You probably didn't think through all that, but that's what happened. You put your whole weight on that chair where you're sitting today. Solomon here in Proverbs says that we have to trust God like that, but, but actually not quite like that. You see, when we came in and sat on the chair, it made sense to sit on that chair because of all we've known and, and all we've experienced and when we sat on the chair in the past and, and all sorts of things. But, but uh, Proverbs 3, uh, 5, and 6 says that, that uh, we need to trust God and put our whole weight on him even when it doesn't make sense. We have to lean hard on him, not, uh, not on what we understand ourselves, what makes sense, what, what, uh, what, what we would walk through and, and, uh, and acknowledge for ourselves, but, but we rely on God and his ability to guide our lives, not on what makes sense to us. We have to get to the place where we want God's will more than we want anything else. A lot of times we, we say, uh, God, what should I do? And then we add on, and I really need it to be this. Right, uh, God, I, I really don't know what to do, uh, but I'm really leaning toward this, and it would sure be awesome if you worked that out. Let's do that. I'm actually, I'm, all, I'm gonna do that, and I need you to, to make sure that's the right and bless that because that's where I'm heading. Right, uh, I'm planning on this. God, make it work out. That's a lot of times our prayer. But if I'm praying uh, for, in the context of Proverbs three, five, and six, then instead I'm praying, God, guide my steps. Whatever you want, I trust you. It's a different prayer, right? It's not, I'm heading in this direction, uh, make it all work out. It's, God, guide my steps. I trust you wherever you lead me. 
More than once in in my life, I've had to come to the place of letting go of what I wanted and the option that I was pulling for and and submit to what God wants. Whether it's uh, where to move or when to move or whether to get married or when and how to adopt children or even deciding to pursue becoming a a, a pastor in the first place, there's there's always been a time uh, in the process of those decisions when I had to back up and forget about what I thought I wanted and surrender completely to God and his plans, putting all of my weight on him, trusting that he's going to lead in what is best. And there's something happens, something that happens when we trust God completely. When we move out in obedience, when we're in the center of God's will, uh, something happens. Uh, we get closer to him. Author Philip Yancey put it this way, I do not get to know God and then do his will. I get to know him more deeply by doing his will. At the end of the process of discovering God's will, we haven't just made a decision, we've grown closer to God. And and that's really the point. I mean, you and I are certainly going to accomplish things in life. Uh, We're going to make decisions. We're going to go places and do things. And God wants us to go places and do things. And he has uh, Ephesians 2.10 that says that he's created good works for us to do. And so we, we need to be doing those things. But ultimately, God is most interested, not in what we do, but most interested in us knowing him deeply. And when we do, his direction then comes Naturally, it's, it's that sense of, uh, in all your ways, acknowledge him. There in Proverbs 3, 6. Acknowledging him. Now, last week I, I, uh, I talked a li- about a little, a little verb, and it's the same, same word here uh, for knowing or acknowledging. It's that word yada. And uh, in, in Hebrew, it, it's all about knowing in a relationship. It's not knowing facts about something or someone. It's about experiencing a relationship. Uh, It's in in that context, as we acknowledge him, as we're getting to know God, as we're we're getting closer and closer to him, that he gives us guidance for our lives. As we live life with him, Solomon says that God then makes our paths straight. And that sounds awesome, except I have to be honest, I got a little hung up with that concept this week as I, uh, as I look through this because um, most of the time following God's path looks anything but straight. Can we just, uh, can I be honest? Uh, can, can we be honest here this morning? We, we look on what God tells us to do and, uh, and it doesn't look straight uh, at all. But I guess I, I think, you know, in looking at this concept and being straight is less about being able to draw a line between point A and point B and it's more about God's paths for me being right, uh, leading to God's ultimate good in the world and in my life. He will make our paths straight. I believe it was uh, pastor and author R.C. Sproul who, who said it this way, hindsight, as they say, is always twenty twenty. When we find ourselves in the place where the Lord wants us, we can often look back and see that the circuitous path it took us to get there was actually perfectly straight. That what seemed like twists and turns at the time were necessary steps along the road. When we feel as if we are wandering, we must remember that if we are trusting in God, he is actually guiding us on his straight path. God doesn't usually give us a detailed map of where our lives are heading. But he does even better. He is a guide that goes with us. 
He knows where we're going. He knows where he's taking us. He knows the right path. He knows the straight path. We don't understand it. It's beyond our own understanding. We're not going to lean on what makes sense. We're going to lean on him even when it doesn't make sense. And if we can come to the place of letting him lead, of trusting him, then we get to go along for the ride of our lives, right? And it's so much better and so much different and so much more right than, uh, than it would have possibly been by ourselves on our own. Well, books and books and volumes have been written about finding God's will and, and uh, discovering how to, how to follow God's will. Uh, the wisdom from Proverbs uh, gives us at least these three pointers. That, uh, that, that we need to avoid sin and pursue righteousness. That, that uh, we don't have to pray about it if it's sinful. And, and in order to find out uh, what, what is righteous, we need to spend time in God's, God's book, God's word. We need to seek out advice from godly people. Making decisions in isolation is probably not the best step as we're following God's will. We're not alone in this. We're following him together. And then we need to, as we're following him, we need to put all of our weight on him as we walk together with him through life. He is the one that we can trust, completely trust. Will you stand with me? Uh, this isn't, if you came in or if you saw the, the title of the sermon and you thought, okay, uh, three things, check, check, check. Uh, this is a formula and I just got a boom, boom, boom and we're there. Uh, it's not a formula. It's not an exact science. Relationships don't work that way, right? When we live in relationship with God and we follow uh, these principles, we'll begin to discern uh, the wise way to live. Father God, we pray that you would guide our steps, that you would make our paths straight. Lord, if there are places where we're not trusting you, I pray that you would help us to trust you more. Lord, if if there are places where we're pursuing uh, things that are not righteous and holy, I pray that you would bring your conviction that even even in this moment, that that you you would put your finger on something in our lives that needs to change. And Lord, I pray that we wouldn't resist that, but that we'd be open to it. And Lord, I pray that you would, you would bring people into our lives that, that can advise us wisely, that can bring uh, your, uh, your, uh, your advice, your direction, your guidance in, uh, in our lives. And Lord, I pray that we would be open to that. Father, we thank you so much that you do have a will for us, that we're not just, uh, just out here just uh, uh, choosing on our own but that you have designs and purposes for our lives. And Lord, I just pray that you would use each and every life that is gathered here, that is watching online, that is part of our church, that you would use each and every life uh, to bring about your plans, your dreams, your goals, your purposes, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done through us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.